0: Log talk radio souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey there is no end point no specified timing and no losers every soul goes through their own unique experiences yet we all have much in common the higher selves evolutionary perspective then builds bridges of understanding Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Good morning, everyone. It's Wednesday, one of my favorite days of the week. It's not the favorite day of the week. I wish everyone a great day, and I hope there was a, you all had a great Mother's Day. This show today is related to and honoring Mother's Day. It's a week late, but it's okay. We can honor it a week afterward. Um, All right, so the, the topic today is the female nature. Remember last week, I worked on my conflict, my own personal conflict with the female nature that my female nature had with my male nature, because every single human, every single one of us has been both men and women, so I'm a woman in this lifetime, and I worked on my conflict with my male nature. This was many years ago. excuse me, and it was just a life-changing event, and I've worked on my male nature again several times, and including one this past week, which was really exciting, because it made a big difference again, but I'm not talking about that now, but I want to talk about the female nature. Now, even if you're a man in this life, please understand that this relates to you, too. You might not be able to relate to the concepts in this conscious mind of this life because you're a man, but you will recognize the elements that I'm going to talk about in women you know, and if you are a woman in this life, you're going to recognize some of this stuff within you. Maybe not everything, but you'll certainly understand the patterns. Common patterns, I've done hundreds, if not thousands, of healings over the last 30 years. I've seen these patterns uh, come up again and again. And I'm only going to talk about four today. They are very dominant ones, but they're not the only ones. I mean, we're very complex people. uh, We're complex. So I'm just touching on it, and then I'll be doing that healing at the end, and I hope everyone will have a chance. To work on it. Okay, so some of the background uh, I just gave you um, the, wait a minute, um, I just have my notes, so I don't want to forget anything. Um, okay, so the number one, Pat, or not number one, but the first one I'm going to talk about is the whole idea that women feel, experience, Right, before I go to that, I did remember one thing. I want to say that there is no criticism or I don't mean to denigrate in any way, shape or form any men, the male nature at all. It might seem that way from a few things that I'm going to say, but remember, we've all been men. And first of all, it's never part of what I'm here to do to denigrate anyone, let alone everyone, because if I'm denigrating Males I'm denigrating the entire humanities <laughs> we're not going there, okay, really, what I'm explaining is to bring enlightenment to bring information because if if we understand these patterns, uh, maybe we have something some aha moments. oh wow, look at, I never thought of that. Maybe I should work on letting those go, neutralizing those, understanding them instead of judging them. So I don't need to denigrate. So that's another part of the background. But now I want to go back to the left there. Okay. Well, just as on this planet, the, most of the societies, not all, but most of the societies that we've all lived in on all the planets have been male-dominated societies. It doesn't mean there weren't some that were female-dominated. Of course, there were, but many of them were male-dominated, mainly because the men was man was bigger and stronger. And in the early lives of humanities, you know, it's about subsistence living, dealing with the animal nature, which is, uh, you know, acclimating or assimilating the animal nature and moving into the more and more human nature. So some of the earlier societies are very... They're very, quote unquote, primitive or more tribal-like and where hunting was very important, getting the food, you know, the big male was dominant and got the food easier. We've talked about this in the past. Anyway, so the female has been, when we're being female, we have been in societies for the most part that are male-dominated and we had a lesser status or no status at all, no property, no rights, really... In some societies, virtually nothing. In some societies, we were actually slave-like. We were treated as slaves and really were treated as second-class citizens. Not important, not to be seen, not to be heard. We're not, you know, we weren't smart, we weren't anything. So that's that less than pattern is pretty dominant and of course, there are many lives where, where we weren't treated like that. Please understand that there were many positive lives that we led as females where it wasn't like these patterns I'm going to be talking about. It's, but I'm not here to talk about all the wonderful lives because those are wonderful and it did not create difficult imprints, difficult energetics that we need to clear. So I'm talking about the difficulties that we've all experienced. Okay, and not just once it's over and over and over again and some of these patterns are deeply entrenched and carried forward into this life. Okay. Reproductive issues. Okay. Being the baby carrier, we had many, 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 many difficulties with being pregnant, giving birth, and raising children. The we tend to romanticize, and I think you'll you'll relate to this on some level that the you know the image of a woman working in the in a tri, a tribal woman or olden days or something where women would work in the fields they'd have their baby in the field and they'd wrap the baby up and continue to work and we're thinking, well gee, it should be that easy. why do we have all these hospitals and all of this kind of thing Well it's really a romantic image because we have many many difficulties with childbirth. We have babies that are too big we have babies that are breached we have babies that you know the labor is 3 5 days long the there's a, and we have help with the medical field or the alternative field we have help here but in those days no it's like the dark ages there was no help and so there was a tremendous amount of death both of the babies and the mothers because they had it wasn't working in the field they had to keep up their duties whatever it was in those lives it could be child rearing or or it could be they're doing farming or maybe they're gathering in some tribal society or whatever but women usually did have to keep up a tremendous amount of work you know you've heard the saying, the saying men's Work is from sun to sun, sun up to sun down, but women's work is never done, and that's the way it was in so many of those lifetimes. And so the birthing process was extremely difficult, lot of child, a lot of loss, a lot of miscarriages, a lot of death, a lot of um, you know, long-term disabilities because of it, and women did suffer in a lot of lives. Remember, there was no childbirth. I mean, child um, birth control. There was no birth control, so women just would have babies whenever they would have babies, and so it was very, very, very difficult. A lot of stress. Now, the in the child rearing, we also romanticize. We romanticize about the extended family. So much. So many of us grew up in a nuclear family. Yes, we had aunts and uncles around or cousins, but not living with us, not in the same community necessarily. And so we romanticized those days when there was this extended family all around that could do all the helping. Well, first of all, keep in mind that every member of the extended family has a big burden, too, because many of the lives that they lived or that we were living at those times were subsistence living, a lot of disease, uh, natural disasters lot of really difficult times getting food and there wasn't just people sitting around oh I'll look after your children they were busy doing whatever they needed to do too in addition all the relationship issues that we carry now into the nuclear family or with friends and whatever you know great discord uh, abandonment betrayal uh, all sorts of relationship issues that we see all around us now trust me they were present back then too. It wasn't all, you know, sweetness and light. It was difficult. So the romanticizing of that, oh, well child rearing wouldn't be such a bad thing because you have the extended family. Were there societies, were there cultures, were there times where that was great? Of course, of course. But I'm emphasizing the difficulties because often we get caught up in the romantic viewpoint and we don't get past it. But life was difficult in these societies that we've all been in for the most parts of our lives. We think that many of the societies were like this and it just isn't that it isn't. So we all had tremendous, tremendous suffering and trauma and difficulties. Now the, the last thing I want to just talk about briefly, um, no, it's not the last. This is second to last. The next thing I want to talk about is abuse. When you're less than, when you are somebody's property, when you're the doormat, when you're the technical slave, there is a tremendous amount of sexual abuse, and it comes in many different details. We could be part of some sort of harem, and you know, we could be offered up to friends, male friends of. Our husband, or whatever, we could have to, we could, we, many of us would be in prostitution just to survive uh, whatever it looked like in those, in whatever days. We could have been raped repeatedly, often, oh my gosh, some of the rape images I've seen, horrific. So it, it's really, we had a tremendous amount of abuse. And even if it wasn't sexual abuse, we were often scapegoats, we were often blamed for whatever the problems were. We were easy targets, okay? And we were just attacked and blamed a lot simply because our status was really low. Who cares, okay? Who cares? So again, this is not a denigration on men. Wait till I get to you guys. Next month, I'm gonna be doing the male nature and the hardships that you guys suffered because you have, the male nature has tremendous hardships too. So this is not a denigration. This is just saying this is the reality. This is the learning curve. This is the, the experiences that we all went through. Details would be different for each person, and some people won't be able to relate to it. I never was sexu- sexually abused in this life, ever. So I thought, oh, I don't have that pattern. You know, <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, eh, no. Trust me, the lives, a couple lives I've seen, oh, my gosh, not good, guys. Not good. So sometimes you can't relate to it, but we see plenty of sexual abuse, plenty of abuse, whether it's sexual or not, uh, around the planet. So understand it is a pretty, it's pretty entrenched. It is a pattern that is there from eons of time. Okay. The next thing I want to talk to you about quickly is before I do the five minute or eight minute healing is dimming the light. Okay, because women have been abused, they've been punished, they've been scapegoats, they've been treated as slaves or doormats or property with no rights. They have learned, and, and often when they try to stand up themselves, there'd be swift punishment. So what's happened is that women have often, and there are other reasons for this too. Remember, our lives are complicated. It's not just for this reason at all, but this is one of the reasons that women, quote unquote, dim their light. In other words, they learn to stand in the background. They learn to uh, take on and accept the role they have, because in the entire society there is, you know, women aren't, women don't have any position of power. It's not just them, an individual, it's, it's everyone all the authorities in the town or the village the spiritual authorities the governmental authorities whether it's uh, some sort of tribal council or some bigger go- government thing we have it even here in this in this country in the US with so many fewer women as mayors as governors as senators it, it, present we haven't had one yet so it's even here although again the glass ceiling is being moved broken more and more but in some of these societies there were no women at all that had any say in these kind of situations they had no authority at all nobody would listen to them not being heard so they got used to that role and they tried to make lemonade out of lemons So you see that women have figured out often uh, ways to come around the flanks to get what they want. There's manipulation, there's controlling, there's sometimes it's with genuine good intentions because maybe some family member is ill or missing or whatever and they're trying to get some male to take over to help to what I'm making this up and so I don't have a good example but that women did learn how to do that. And sometimes it was not for good intentions. It was for revenge or to get back at or whatever. But the whole thing about their being manipulated and controlled and they've learned how to do it back. And so this pattern is something that I think we see less and less of, but it is still there. And so it's going to be part of the healing. Um, let me just see if I forgot anything. Okay, there's also, um, because they're less than and because they're dimming the light, they've been told over the eons that they are sinners. They're not good, they don't deserve. That's a big thing, you don't deserve. This is why you you know, you know just have to do whatever I say, if, if it's the male in the family. <laughs> saying oh you you know you're the scapegoat. you don't deserve any better you're a sinner you're you're lowlier than my cow which is more important than anything else or my horse that's more important than anything else so the women really get used to standing in the background being uh, the doormat and they learn to cope with it as best they can so a lot of the coping a lot of the and I could go on and on because there's way more but they're you know, we've all, all women, all the female nature has developed coping styles for this kind of thing. And because the planet itself is moving and expanding its own evolutionary energy right now. And because of the evolutionary thrust, a lot of these patterns now are coming into play. A lot of things are being pushed to expand. And that's what you're seeing, at least in this country over the last few decades. And you will continue to see breakthroughs Globally, And there have been breakthroughs in other countries and other places around the globe, as you all well know, and it will continue to be like that. And there'll be times where it seems like it's going backward because the authorities at hand or the the government or the controlling um, powers, the powers in control, the, will squash any kind of movement, but can't be squashed forever because everything is moving and opening it all will be in their in its own timing but anyway we're going to we're going the right direction by doing the little healing that I'm going to do and I hope you'll all take part is is simply to help get rid of some of the garbage that stands in the way of this movement happening it's going to happen Anyway, but this will facilitate it and accelerate it, allow it to go forward with less trauma, less drama, uh, less pain and suffering. So with that, and I got through this a lot quicker than I thought I would. (laughs) With that, I'm going to ask that everyone, if you can, uh, close your eyes, but you don't have to. Uh, I am going to close mine. It's that closing eye issue that comes up for me, but it's, I'm, I'm fine with it now. Um, all right, so let's close our eyes. And I want to, everyone to take a few deep breaths. If you listen to this, by the way, before I go on, and you can't close your eyes and really focus on it because you're driving the car or whatever, I want you to feel free to listen to it and then listen to it again when you can close your eyes. It's a short healing, but short doesn't matter. It's still going to get a lot done. All right, so start over again. Let's quiet the mind, take a few deep breaths, and bring the mind's eye to the right here and the right now. Begin to use that focus of attention. The focus of attention that we all have is the turn-on switch of the divine energies that we all carry. But before we continue with the amalgamation, the higher selves are indicating they want me to call in literally every single one of the humanities on this planet. That's male and female. Okay? And symbolically, they're here. Of course, they're not here in person, but I see them symbolically here. And now we're to go through the amalgamation to include all of these, all of the humanities. And the focus of attention is going to be on the pure soul essence Uh, that we all carry, that's everything the originating source was, is, and is becoming. Please understand that if any one of the individuals that we've called in do not want the healing, they will not get it. There is no trespass here. We're opening the door for every single one of, of humans, true humans or facade humans of the fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature, everyone is called in to join in the healing. If someone does not want it for whatever reason, which is completely unimportant, they will not receive it. There is no trespass here. So, okay, so we're all focusing in on the pure soul essence. And I see an absolutely brilliant, brilliant field of light. That light is so incredibly powerful it's encompassing the totality of the planet and the higher selves are asking that we create the rainbow bridge. I can't remember if I've done it on the radio before, but the rainbow bridge. Is is a very powerful divine energy that allows all of the chakras of all the humanities to be connected and one with the chakras of the originating source which helps bring all the chakras into the highest state of frequency that they can be at this moment in time. It also creates an actual rainbow bridge. And I'm not going to explain that because of the time issue. And I'm creating every single one of the people past, present and future listeners and all of the humanities that are part of the show, any, any that are willing are creating the rainbow bridge and it's creating right in the center between me and the camera a symbolic platform of very perfect, beautiful, powerful rainbow bridge energy which is energy that is completely and totally uh, balanced. Complete and total balanced uh, energy cannot be discolored or distorted for any reason by anyone. So right there, the higher selves are asking that I bring in a what's what they call a conglomerate energetic field so it is the thought form habit and emotional and creative bodies of all of the humanities now of course i'm just seeing because it's not very big in front of me um, i'm just being given a symbol of a symbolic ball of energetics the energetic garbage that we all carry this is just a symbol to indicate that we're working on the totality of all the humanities around this symbolic ball is another energetic field that the higher selves are telling me is symbolically representative of the astral. So while we're working on the energetics of each of the humanities, each of them and all of us that that are accepting the healing, we are also sending energy into the the astral field because the astral carries all the thoughts of all the humanities of all time. And every time a woman felt or thought that she's less than that thought also went into the astral. So we have a lot of astral energetics that we will be working on as well. We're doing a big, huge old thing here, but it's absolutely doable. These divine energies can certainly do that. So anyway, we are now standing in the center of the originating strike originate we're standing in the center of the pure soul essence light it's a brilliant brilliant light i'm asking that we be amalgamated not only with our own higher selves but the conglomerate higher selves of everyone present of the totality around the planet and calling in any other higher selves that are care to join with us i do even see some conglomerate six-dimensional energy here uh not beings but uh it's an energetic field and it is adding its own energy, and so this is, I'm about to cry because it's really, really powerful what's going on now, and I want to ask that this light that we've created now move in, now all of our lights that are joined will move in, and will work on our own particular pattern, but I'm seeing the conglomerate, and I want the light to come in, and I want to be, infuse it with the higher heart consciousness energy or divine love and I want that divine love uh, energy to move into the energetics and work on both anything that doesn't look like that any less than, any lack, any I don't deserve any I'm unimportant, I, I'm, no one listens to me, I'm, no one hears me, all of that kind of thing, I want this divine love to go in and find lack of self-acceptance lack of self-love lack of self-worth all of these patterns that as females and remember men you've all been females you would all carry some elements of these issues of course even if the male nature would carry less than too so we'll see about that next month but in any case let's move all of this energy in Uh, To and I see it. It's working so hard. It's moving into the astral section, and it's working to neutralize the all of the same kind of thoughts. It's working on on this conglomerate, and I see the ball already lightening up, just with the divine love energy. It's so so powerful. The highest healing energy we can use uh, at this level, the higher heart consciousness, at this level in the human kingdom. So it's very powerful. Um, I want to. Also, uh, have the divine light move in and neutralize the pain, the suffering, the trauma, the drama, the, um, the fears, tremendous amount of fear. Oh, my gosh. Because of all of the instances of abuse or difficulties with childbearing and childrearing, uh, anything and everything related to the situation as the female. Okay. Okay. Right. This is interesting. Right at the heart of the ball, I am seeing a female image right at the heart. And this is the female image that we are to empower. Catch gotcha. it. Oh yeah. Cause we're running out of time. So the the female image that we are to empower and she looks very powerful. She looks like wonder woman, <laughs> but not with all the costuming, but just that kind of, you know, Stance, persona, strong, powerful, beautiful, caring, loving, all of that, not suffering. And so we want the, the light of the divine feminine nature to move in to empower this image. And this image is growing and is being provided. All this divine feminine nature is being provided for all women around the planet Uh, And as it grows, it's like there isn't enough space in a way for some of the other patterns and issues that that the female nature would carry. And so a lot is being dispersed into the light. It's as if the divine feminine nature is moving in and saying, wait a minute, I don't need those old thoughts, those old behaviors, those old anything. And and a lot of the the fear is is being moved out, a lot of the resentment, a lot of revenge, a lot of, of vengeance. A lot of um, it's not fair, it's not just, because you can imagine we've all felt that when we were less than. So all of those things are being pushed out, so to speak, by this divine light of the divine feminine. Ah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, the, okay, the astral, uh, the image of the astral is definitely changing. It is lightening up around the feminine kind of issues that, that I've been talking about on the show. Hmm. In fact, there is divine male nature um, is, is moving in as well uh, because of the need for balance. So I am going to say we're calling in the divine male nature as well. It is there. And, It's going to come in even more next time. And I think the, I'm going to see the image of the balance of the male and female next time. But I just want everyone to know that the divine masculine nature or divine male nature is also coming in and it's helping to empower. I love this. It's helping to empower the divine feminine. So there's more, uh, their divine connection and divine communication and divine support divine respect all of that is part of this male nature coming in and it's working its magic so it's all good you guys and with that i want to just ask the higher selves to put the cocoon around us yeah the cocoon is around the cocoon just well it helps with the acclimation and i didn't say it but i do want you to know that we were um, we did become one with the originating source. It happened sort of automatic pilot for me. So sometimes I don't mention it, but it's important to have to mention it because it's important to have in consciousness. So I do apologize, but it was there. We were tapped right into that divine network big time and utilizing the resources of all of the souls at every level. Okay, so it's about time to. It is time to sign off, so I want to just say, if you want to get in touch with me, Richmond at gmail.com. Please send me, send me an email, suggestions, questions. Um, I don't know. Oh, you know what? I did get somebody who asked me a question about last week. Oh, I have to remember to put it on next week because if somebody has a question, then somebody else will have a question. If one person does, somebody else will. So uh, in any case, I really love you guys. Have a wonderful week. And I'm not sure yet what I'm doing next week. I have a couple of fun ideas, but in uh, in any case, I will be back. Oh, no, I won't. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm so glad I said something. No, I won't be on next week because I'm traveling. I'm going to go see my daughter and. So I will not be on the radio next week. Oh, my gosh, I completely forgot. So uh, in two weeks, I will be back in two weeks. So have a wonderful two weeks and a wonderful holiday. I think it's Memorial Day here in the States. So have a wonderful holiday and and until two weeks, I'll see you then. Okay, bye-bye. Janet is a catalytic artist, an award-winning author, a radio show host, and a healer. You can find her on her website, higherselfvoice.com, also on Amazon, Kindle, Facebook, YouTube, and on the podcast app on your smartphone. To reach her with questions or for a healing session, her email address is Richmond at gmail.com.